systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Oh, it is. This is a big one. That's what she said. (laughs) Hey, now. No, actually, the reason why we're delayed recording this right now is because AJ was taking the big one, actually. That's... uh... (laughs) Listen, listen, I tried tried a new local restaurant, and um, (laughs) it it didn't agree with my tummy, and I almost almost shit my pants in the middle of a mall, so... Well, it was like being that, a teenager all over again. <laughs> we kick off episode 40. Yes, the the podcast is now 40 years old. This is means, 40. This is 40. It means nothing. It doesn't mean you're over the hill. I always say that because technically my mom died at 70. So we fucking lied to her when we threw her the over the hill. You're you're halfway to death. Should have been at 35. See, I remember they threw a um, an over the hill party for my dad when he turned 30. And he's 62 now. So he's already beat that. <laughs> But like in, <laughs> but they were pretty actually. Now that we're looking at it, they're pretty on par. Bravo! Just you know, in hindsight, now being thirty-eight years old, I'm like, that's mean. <laughs> to throw Boy, somebody his in friends. Over the hill party at thirty. But I think maybe your friends uh, knew the road your dad was going to travel. They're like, I bet you Bob's about cashed in around sixty. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Throw him over the hill at thirty. Uh, we're getting ready um, this weekend. Much like a gajillion other people. Oh, are tra- you? Yeah, are you nuts? By the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm traveling to South Bend, Indiana. Not exactly the Memorial Day uh, weekend hotspot. That's true. And I'm everybody doing it by car. Be, everybody else will be driving north. You'll be driving south. Everyone is flying. Everyone is driving. People are going places for Memorial Day weekend. I am. I am not unlike anyone else. But I'm getting together with a couple of uh, my my buddies who I we haven't been around each other since the beginning of the pandemic, right? And one of them has a birthday coming up next week, and he's already default the oldest one out of all of us. But we were legit uh, discussing the rest of us throwing him like a uh, over the hill party. And totally misjudging uh, his age, like throwing him like a happy 65th party or something (laughs) and like make it all just like ridiculous with, uh, you know, black, all the black and all the tombstones. You should like, uh, you should serve like all soft foods, (laughs) you know, like. (laughs) Dude, that's funny. Notice you don't throw, you know, it's kind of funny. To say, hey, you're going to die when someone's turning 40. You're like, oh, waka waka. It's all it's all death now. But if you were to do that for like throw that same themed birthday party for your grandma at 82, it's not taken as humorously. Like if you were to throw that same party for grandma at 82. You know, I don't know. No, I disagree with you. I feel like older people have more of a sense of humor about being older and dying than younger people do. Depends, I suppose. My uh, my buddy, another one in South Bend. Who knows? Maybe I'll run into him while I'm down there. His grandmother famously, uh, when she leaves every holiday gathering, which of course hasn't happened for a while, but when she leaves, she always says, all right, goodbye. 
And she says it in a very final way, and people say, why are you saying that? She's like, oh, I'm old. This is probably the last time I'm going to see you, so goodbye. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny. Well, the podcast is old. It's 40 episodes. Hello. Thank you for being here. AJ, how you living? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm having an afternoon cup of coffee, which is very rare for me these days because I'm on um, a new schedule where I wake up early and I take our kid to school and I usually sneak a little nap in around uh, like before I, I pick him up then and I go about my day. But for some reason, I don't, today I'm dragging. You it's dragging? like cold. It's like cold today, too. It, 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 it like dipped like a 20, 20 degrees. Oh, so a little miss dry heat over there. I tried a, a new local place today. I'm very excited that I finally tried it. It's called EG's. Oh yeah, um, and I I saw it's a big Tucson favorite. Yeah, I've seen just tons of them, and I'm like, you know, I want to try it. Um, so basically, they sell like like sub sandwiches, except they they also sell like grinders, which I still don't quite know what the difference is. Those are like heated up sub sandwiches, oh, right? Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, they sell subs. They sell grinders. They sell like hot dogs. But I'll tell you what the uh, the piece de la resistance is for EG's mm-hmm. is their yeah. their fries. Okay. They sell like loaded fries and have like a bunch of different varieties of them, and they were amazing. They were absolutely. I got the buffalo what, ranch hold fries. On. Is that what you pooped out? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because I got a really, I got like the smallest size, like turkey sub. And I'm yeah. like, that That really wouldn't set my tummy off. But yeah, the buffalo ranch chicken fries. I can't imagine why that set my tummy off. But damn, were they good. I felt bad when I was out in uh, Tucson, bouncing around for a couple of weeks looking for houses. I saw a bajillion. And I thought it was pronounced Eggies. No, it's and I was, con- I, w- I, w- I was convinced that it was some sort of like breakfast place and i'm like oh man tucson loves a good breakfast place and then i found out no it's eg it's eg's yeah no it was really good i'm glad i stopped um yeah Yeah. i haven't uh, almost shit my pants at a mall i think since i was 17 so good times today (laughs) and are you gonna grow up to be like your mom and be incontinent like you just need to tell me now i just need to know what kind of future i'm in for i just have a lot of food sensitivity like lactose issues and as i'm getting older i'm trying to avoid them and i just didn't think too much about it today because i was hungry and i should have and um yeah i was clenching the cheeks all the way home (laughs) listen listen i'm i'm in it till the end with you but i just want to know if i need to scratch going on like a hot air balloon ride off <laughs> off our list because there ain't nowhere to hide there. We can go on a hot air balloon ride. Just don't <laughs> let me eat any cheese before that. <laughs> God, I'm so gross. What the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> and what else? See, AJ's starting to do what I was doing when I was out in Tucson is eating um, all the uh, like fast food or chains that you don't have where you are. And yes. so you've done EG's. You finally hit In-N-Out Burger. The In-N-Out is... Burger is dangerously close yeah. to our house. Like you could, you could. I mean, it's it's a little far, but it, you could walk it if you if you wanted to like burn off a double double. You could walk it to and from. It's just burn it's... off a double double. <laughs> I I love that's that's the relationship people have with food. What do I have to do to to, to burn these calories? No, it was really really good. I my mom liked it. That's the first time I've taken her to In and Out. Um, she got the grilled cheese off the secret menu, which is literally just a burger without the meat. 
That's literally how I don't they even present. think it's really even <laughs> secret anymore. At this point, it's it's like on their website well, that's and the stuff. Thing. Yeah, the secret menu is on their website. So I'm like, okay, well, that's no fun. But apparently you got to try the animal style that they have, which I still don't get what it is, but all my friends told me to try okay, it. Okay, so the animal style is, and I think you'll like it and I won't, but um, it's, it's their spread, right? Which yeah. is, I mean, all their spreads, I swear to Christ, everyone keeps saying secret spread, but it's like everyone's making the same spread between the Big Mac and... And like everyone just keeps coming up with the same secret. Yeah. But so they have the same secret spread and they mix that with some grilled onions. Ooh. And then they serve that over uh like they can serve your burger like that, or they can serve your uh like fries animal style. Oh, you know, I like I like onions, but th- like they have to be in just the right context. And for me, I don't know if that's the right context. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're uh like like grilled down, so they're like not crunchy. You know what I'm saying? See, I yeah, know. I don't know. I like I, I had I did have onions on my cheeseburger. What did I not have on it? I didn't have the pickle. No, there was no pickle. Tomato. I don't know. There were a couple of things I, I omitted. But damn, forgot how good In-N-Out Burger is. Yeah. And it's, man, I'll tell you, EG's and In-N-Out Burger, like, super budget friendly. Like, our EG's today for a sub, the loaded fries and a pretzel with cheese was $10. Okay. And, and then In-N-Out Burger for grilled cheese, a cheeseburger and fries was $8. I'm like, that's cheaper than, like, McDonald's. That's ridiculous. That's good. Yeah, no. Keep the cost of something down right now. Yeah. You know, everything else is fucking skyrocketing, so at least allow me to get some quick food. Right? I mean, like, think about it. We go to, like, Wendy's, and it's, like, $14 for two uh, value meals now. It's ridiculous. I I do remember the day when going to McDonald's all of a sudden became, like, a $20 adventure. Yeah, because remember when we were growing up, a Happy Meal was $1.99, and all the extra value meals were $2.99, and that was, like, it. And then all of a sudden... They started pricing out the extra value meals differently. Each one was different. Back in my Back day. In my, well, for fuck's sake. Like, I just a Frankfurter <laughs> was a nickel. Listen. And c- cigarettes were only five pennies. God, and I'm we so gave them the I've, babies. I've never smoked. The price of cigarettes is appalling. <laughs> um, but no, I just, I, I was shocked at how cheap it was for EGs and In-N-Out. And I will, I will patronize again. That's good. What are the other big ones that you want to hit? Are there other fast food joints out there that like you've been eyeing up? Um, I so I wouldn't say that there's any other that there's that Wiener Schnitzel place which I can't even say without laughing because I'm like an eleven. Yeah, that's a big hot dog joint. Uh, they, we we had those out in Salt Lake City when okay. I lived there. But there's Wiener Schnitzel, uh, Whataburger. I, there's a Whataburger. There's Whataburger. Yeah, I want to try that, but of course I had to go to In and Out first. Um, yeah, there's I, canes, raising canes. Raising canes, the, uh, yes. I do want to try that. All the chicken fingers. There's Chick-fil-A, which, you know, I'm on the fence about. <laughs> are you still fighting? Are you still fighting the man? You're I mean, like, I oh. guess, to be honest with you, like, I've heard it's amazing. And even people who d- disagree with their politics <sighs> say it's amazing. But the But the fact that we have raising canes here, I feel like I'd try that before Chick-fil-A. Well, and there's so many goddamn chicken sandwiches now. You yeah, know? that's the like thing. Chick-fil-A everyone is, is not trying by- to give you a chicken sandwich. Yeah, everybody's got a specialty chicken sandwich now. So, but yeah, no, I I don't really want to try Wiener Schnitzel. I just know it's there, and I know our son loves uh, a hot dog. So we'll probably end up going. There's a lot of cute little local places I want to try. There's like a gourmet grilled cheese place that serves like a lobster 
grilled cheese and like i was just salivating looking at it but there's so many of them i mean this is tucson was... it didn't it didn't <laughs> they say this is a great town for foodies because there are so no. many restaurants the tucson area actually uh, has worldwide honors for, for for having some fantastic food and a great food scene and culinary arts and all that stuff and the funny part about that is i shit you not aj lands in this land of culinary goodness and her first week um, she does nothing but uh, order uh, pizza, uh, Marco, chain pizza, Marcos. Marcos, a, a chain, not even like, you know, Tucson Joe's. Instead, she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to go with a chain. Well, and, to you be, know. listen, to be fair, I was getting used to things here. I was getting used to the heat and realizing you are just not as hungry with the heat. Like you're yeah. just not. And so like when the temperature would cool down, I barely ate anything all day. And, you know, there's a lot of really fancy, cute pizza places. And I just wasn't in the mood to make a decision like that. So I went with a chain. <laughs> Hilarious. That is uh, that is true, though. It's it's like in in the Midwest where you're from, people naturally then eat more because it's it's cold and it's the middle of the winter and, and you naturally plump up. Oh, yeah. And now you're in a land where during the summer... No one eats because it's so hot, well, so everyone slims down. I mean, I thought about that this morning. The only reason we ate a big lunch like EG's is because I didn't exercise or anything this morning. I, I was putting together beds, and I was – so, like, yesterday, though, I rode my bike seven miles yeah. and didn't feel like eating for hours <laughs> <laughs> because I was literally – I was I was Mario in the level where the sun chases him. <laughs> and by the time I got back, all I wanted to do was chug a gallon of water and throw up and go to sleep. But I, I'm like, I have to eat something because I'm going to get sick. You are, so <laughs> I'm getting used man, to it. <laughs> you are out there. Get in the goddamn car. Drive somewhere, okay? Because <laughs> there's things happening with you that I don't get because I'm, I'm at the I don't get it age too, okay? <laughs> There are things happening with you. For example, you're a man with a bun, and I don't get that. What? You're not a samurai, but you have a bun on your head. You're not a geisha. Are you trying to look like a Teletubby? It's working. You have a bun. What? Man, bun. Words should not go together. They don't. They don't. And I'm not saying I have anything against long hair. That's not what I'm saying. Long hair's cool. I still wish that I could do it. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, do it right. You know what I mean? Like, there are guys in this room tonight that would kill for that head of hair, and you're acting like it's inconvenient, you know? I got way too much hair, bro. Better bun it. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, my neck is hot. Anybody got some chopsticks or a scrunchie? I'm wearing a high pony tonight. What's up, you know? All right. Communication time. What have you been saying? Email, patentaj.com. Tweets. Talk shit in the comment thread. (laughs) You can talk shit. It's fine. Caitlin emails in from patentaj.com. She talks about the 524 podcast. That's the one where uh, we talked about the new five-star essentials available from American Airlines, which basically is... It's like a flight concierge almost. It is a concierge for like 125 bucks. You can have a family of five escorted from point A to Z, and someone's going to help you through every little process, and it could be pretty... We were talking just about how, you know, as a traveling family, like, shit, man, that could be kind of 
stress easing if, if you're doing it. Um, and what does Caitlin say? She goes, now I remember when we were kids, we used to fly to Florida for our spring break. We had grandparents down there who were snowbirds. But of course, us kids flew down alone because our parents had to work. Which I always love the irony of spring break. I always love that. I always love summer break, too. It's like, yeah, fuck it. Parents, you know, you guys don't have off, but now your kids Yeah, do. why didn't they ever, like, organize that to work out for all of us? It was, right? It's kind of like you're shit out of luck. Good, Have fun. <laughs> Caitlin goes on to say our parents would get someone from the airline to travel with us, but literally only at the gate. So they would drop us off at the gate to ensure we weren't alone. And then our grandparents would meet us in Florida. Story reminded me of that today. I imagined how insane that probably sounds to some people. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who are very fearful of this world, and I get it. There is a lot to be afraid of, and the thought of sending their kid off like that would never happen in a million years now. I um, I started, and Caitlin, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Caitlin. What's funny about that is that I did the exact same thing. Now, I went to go visit my dad every summer, right? My dad lived in Iowa. I grew up in Chicago. And I'd go out there for one month. And when I was little, he would drive. He'd drive to Chicago. He'd pick me up and he'd drive back, which as a parent now, holy shit. I, I just, can I say that? Can I give my dad props? Holy shit, dad. Holy shit. <laughs> Why the fuck would you do a round trip to Chicago in one day? One day! Um, but when I got old enough, I started to fly because I grew up right across the street from Midway Airport. So it was perfect. And that was way pre-2001 and shit. And, I mean, my mom would literally walk me to the gate. And they'd be like, here's my son. He's a little one. They'd be like, oh, okay. And they would just put me in the front row. And they're like, okay, here you go, little guy. Here's a magazine. And when I landed in Iowa, I'd get off the plane and then there would be, like, my my dad's wife and all my, you know, halves. Hey, Patrick! And it's just so fucking nuts now. Because now, I don't even know how you do that. Can you fly a 12-year-old solo? Yeah, you must be able to. I don't feel like that's something that's changed. And I still feel like it's got to be relatively safe to do. I mean, once the staff finds out... And I'm sure they're alerted to it that there is a minor flying alone. They're not yeah. going to take their freaking eyes off you like this. I don't. I, I don't know why people look at that whole kids flying yeah. alone thing and say, "Oh, not in 2021." Well, why the hell not? Like, yeah, the only people I'm afraid of on flights, honestly, are passengers because lately you. y'all are acting fools. You oh. guys are knocking out like flight attendants and beating why, each other up. Can we just shut the? Can everyone shut the fuck up and fly? fly All right, I know. Shut the fuck up and fly. I'm going to start a brand new airline. It's called STFU Airlines. And <laughs> our slogan up. is, shut the fuck up and fly. I don't care. <laughs> I saw, just want to get to where we want to go. I saw a great tweet about that this morning. It said, I'm not sure why anybody would be opposed to tossing these people off the aircraft at 20,000 feet because Frank, I'm telling you. Can we all just like make a concerted effort with Memorial Day weekend? To be decent. Whether, <laughs> to not be assholes yes, to each other. Yes, Whether everyone, you're flying please. or you're please. driving, if you're traveling, or just even if you just go out to pick up some food, why don't we all just try not to be an asshole? When, when the world would be a better place. I don't want to see videos out on Monday, on Memorial Day, of people being dickholes over the weekend. Stop it. Let's go to the um, comment feed. I cut my hair. And if you want to see pictures, it's up on... The Instagram and Looks the Facebook. Good. Looks really good. 
AJ likes it. I got a cut in a man bun. Now, I so here's what happened. I stopped cutting my hair when the pandemic happened. As, because as a lot you, of people did. As a lot of folks did because we shut everything down. But then I decided to really dig my feet in because <laughs> if you guys didn't notice here in Michigan, a bunch of people lost their fucking minds because their roots were growing out. And I think a bunch of them got really angry. And one night over one too many Milwaukee uh, uh, Bess planned to kidnap the governor over <laughs> it. And those people are now are sitting in federal custody. Thank so goodness. When all that happened and there were people trying to turn a haircut into a wedge issue, I said, I'm not. And I said this as a public personality on, on the radio. I'm not getting my haircut till I have a vaccine. Now, mind you, this was before we even fucking knew if like a vaccine was possible. Yeah, you know, when you said that the first time on the air, I remember in the back of my head thinking, holy shit, what if they never come up with a vaccine? I mean, yeah, like like, like I, 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 I could have ended up with some really Crystal Gale-esque hair. But look, we got the vaccine. I got mine. I'm fully vaxxed. I said, I'll get my hair cut. And um, AJ like, and our son both were like, we like the long hair on you. Just um, It was just it was, a little too long. You were starting to look kind of mountain man-ish. I'm like, you need a, yeah. a good cleaning up. So um, always my favorite is when a man posts any kind of a photo on social media because, remember, we too can take it on the chin for all the niceties. Uh-oh. And, 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 and there are niceties. There's like, I think it suits them. Rock the, oh, yeah. the bun pat. Rock that man bun. Loving it. Looking good. Your best friend was one of the people that didn't like it. Oh, that was, yeah, that was just him talking shit. And I'll do the same thing to that monkey face motherfucker when I see him this week. See, that's what I, I love about you guys is you can like talk shit to each other and it's funny. Yeah. No, I saw that coming from him. I like what Thomas said. Thomas goes, but we all love the Grizzly Adams slash biker slash hippie look. I don't and like I, I don't even think that's an insult. I think that's like right? that's like a very there's a lot to unpack there. No, that that was very nice. And and I was like, boy, was that what the old look was? Like was it biker slash hippie slash grizzly Adam slash homeless? Yeah, I don't know. It's it depended on what you were wearing that day, I think. <laughs> but thank you, Thomas. You were you were one of the nice ones. Uh, Dory predicts, by the way, that I'll, I'm going to cut it off once I get to Tucson because of the heat. I saw that, and I disagree with her. I really do, because um, I, I too, thought I would want to cut my hair when I got here. I, I hate to sound cliche, and I'll say it again, though. It's a dry heat. Like not, It's 98 degrees here today, and my mom said, who is from the Midwest, wow, doesn't feel like it. So I don't I think, think it's off your neck. So I now it's off your neck. So I think you'll be fine now. And if you want, if it, if it's too hot in your neck, you do what? Put it in a man bun. Uh, yeah, you you toss it up. That's why I like it. Um, one of my favorites from Jennifer says, "It's a twat knot. <laughs> Cut it off. O M G. All right." First of all, we need to bring back the use of the word twat because whenever I say it, people lose their minds and they're like, we need to say that more. So when I see somebody using it, two points for the twat knot. (laughs) Yes. Now, of course, what I love about Jennifer, right? First one takes a big shot. Um, Someone who's so kind, if you go to her Facebook page, of course, her her, uh, little profile header is, if you bring drama to my door, don't be surprised 
when I open it. So it's always people know. who say she's that. drama free, except for when she's ta- shit talking well, you. That's you know, she says that's probably because she talks shit to everybody on Facebook. To everyone, and she's like, "Hey, I'm going to talk shit to you, and if you talk yeah. shit to me back, there will be shit." <laughs> <laughs> There's shit everywhere. I'm not kidding. I swear to God, it's the people who talk about how much they hate drama are the ones that that start the most of it. (laughs) I thought that was uh, that was funny on that one, but also Twatnot. There's one I haven't heard. Twatnot is brilliant. I'm going to call it that from now on. That's what you guys can do. Me and my Twatnot. You know, Twatnot. (laughs) But uh, thanks for thanks for chiming in on that, everyone. Just just in case you think it's only women that get critiqued, you know, for their online No, appearance. see, women are much better about, um, what do we say? Hang on. I think women are getting much better about adjusting each other's crowns rather than knocking them off on Facebook. Like, you, you're hard-pressed to talk shit about a woman's looks online because you will get you will get filleted i feel like unfortunately it's we're not quite there with guys yet like we just assume guys can take it better you know what i mean yeah it is weird that that there is a and this all ties back into toxic masculinity but there is supposed to be this i don't care you know i mean and again we can talk about evolving standards where i'm allowed to look like grizzly adams or a homeless person, and it's kind of in vogue. You know what? Where- it's funny you say that, because I thought of that today while I was at the mall. When I looked at the employees of every different store, there were no dress codes. And almost every employee was just wearing something comfy, like leggings and a top, lots of T-shirts and, and jeans. And just back from my days in retail, where you had to wear like black on black on black, or like working at Victoria's Secret, you had to wear a blazer. Yeah. I mean, it was actually really nice. You had nice. to wear nothing but thong panties. Yes. That's what they uh, made you wear. But it was nice. I was like, wow, I'm glad our standards are changing for people just to be comfortable. But yeah, like one of my girlfriends, she got her hair cut real short. And I was not a fan of it. And the last thing I would do would be to go on Facebook <laughs> when she's like, what do you think? I'd See, be like, looks like shit. Like, I would never, I, you just don't say anything. But guys, I mean, you know, with guys, two, for some reason, they feel like they can come out and say, you look like shit. Two of the biggest shit-talking comments I got were from close friends of mine. Close friends of mine. That's how guys are. See, like you said, women are adjusting each other's uh, crowns. Guys refuse to give each other those those kind of props. Women are like, girl, you look good today. You know, I walk in, you fucking doofus, you look like a moron. And that's what's gonna be happening this weekend. But thank you for not doing that to me in 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 in, in the comments section. But if you want to see the haircut, it's there. Maybe I'm not pretty, maybe I'm just fine. Cause I got a belly and I got a bum, and I'm always jelly of all the other ones, but they I just read the craziest article online, and it's a thing now. Do you know what the VBO is? VBO. Um, is it like a spinoff of uh, VRBO? Is no. it VBO stands for Visible Belly Outline? And apparently, it's okay to show your belly in pictures now, which is very hard, I think, for teenagers of the 90s to adjust to, because this is a thing, and I don't know if I can personally be comfortable with my own VBO. 
All right, you've got to explain for guys. Okay, so visible... Visible belly line. Bi- no, visible belly outline. That's basically right, like... Visible belly outline. Like, you know, how we used to, and we probably all still do, suck in in pictures or you pose so you, yeah, sure. you can't see. If you don't have a flat stomach, you're going to pose so you, you're not drawing attention to it. Okay, so you're saying it in, in the terms of like a guy can have a beer belly, oh, right? Oh, yeah, guys can have whatever and, they want. That's like, the irony. He sits there with a T-shirt on, and he's got his big, big beer belly. And it's but acceptable, woman, yeah, for a guy. Yes. But a woman should not be showing a visible belly outline. So, yeah, but what I was going to say was the woman will then dress differently. Yes. To not okay, so to it's basically it. about hide it. So you guys have hid it for years. Yep. And now they're saying what you don't got to hide it anymore. Yeah, and and they're just saying like women are comfortable with it and. It's so weird because I applaud the women who are comfortable with it, and I don't care if another woman's visible belly outline is showing because I really, really don't care. But for me, I don't know if I can get on board with sh- like being comfortable showing my belly outline. Like it's just something. Well, I grew up in the so age I'm of Britney. Just... I, I grew up in the age of Britney Spears when you had to have a flat tummy, and that was the end of the story. Okay. But I'm trying to like visualize like what would you wear? Like, give me an example of something. That you could wear that where where you would embrace this new, um, you know, not caring about your visible belly outline. Um, like, what what would you do? Picture like if I were to wear like high waisted leggings and like a crop top. Okay, that would be a VBO. Okay, and All even right. with the clothes I wear now, even though I try to cover it up, I still have a VBO. And I know that that's the nice part is I've never, even when I was like younger, I never had a flat tummy. Yeah. So I don't, you know, for me, it's not like I've let myself go. I don't know what it's like to have a flat tummy, um, but still, like, I just don't know if I'm comfortable with that. But I'm so happy that women are just saying, "Who the hell cares?" Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say there's so much. Um body positivity it's wonderful it is yeah there's this new pop song and there's a lot of them out there uh this one's by jessia and it's called i'm not pretty and i believe there's already a a, a remix out there with uh bb rexa who's who's also kind of led the yeah body positivity movement but that's literally in the hook the hook of the song is maybe i'm not pretty maybe i'm just fun because i've got a belly and i've got a bum <laughs> right? I love it. <laughs> and what I what else I loved about those lyrics is that she acknowledges that the movement's there, but it doesn't impact her because this is what you say a lot to me, AJ. Um, the the one line says, "Every other song says I'm beautiful, but what if I don't feel like I'm beautiful?" Yes. I I wish my body image didn't say that I should be another kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. what sucks about it is that I, I really believe that, that most women look at each other and say, you're beautiful just the way you are. Rock that belly, rock that butt, whatever you have, rock it. But then we, 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 it's almost impossible to be kind to ourselves like that. Yeah, so, so like here you are talking about this movement, this VBO, and these young girls aren't going to have to be like you were and feel so self-conscious. Yeah. But then as a grown woman, you're like, but this still doesn't change my perception of my, you know, image and my ability to no. live in this sort of manner. Yeah. And it's like you don't want to appear as though you're not supportive of it because I am supportive of women wearing whatever they want. Be comfortable 
Who cares? What you're wearing is none of my damn business. I don't. I I think clothes are stupid in the first place. Like yeah. we spend so much money on this crap, but. When it comes to me, I feel like I hold myself to a different standard, and I don't know how to get past that. Yeah, now that it, now that you bring up the like an example of a VBO, I'm thinking, and where I get exposed the most, I don't know, <laughs> other people, Instagram. And, yeah, I can say that I probably saw a trend with, like, younger girls dressing like that. And you're right, it used to be only the girls with the itty-bitty waist who would rock those midriffs. Um, in the the two thousand late late nineties, yeah. I mean, I would. Other, I never had a tummy flat enough. To, yeah, I never had a tummy flat enough to wear the low rise or the crop tops. Like, I never had that. So, I luckily didn't know what that was like. My sister, yeah. on the other hand, my sister was always super skinny growing up, and like now she's got like adult weight on her, and she hates it. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't super skinny growing <laughs> up because I, I, you know, like I don't, I don't have that kind of hatred right now. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Um, that the movements there as a whole, whether it's VBO or just body positivity in general, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's awesome because... Well, look at I mean, that, I think a lot of it has to do with, with, you know, celebrities like Lizzo. You know, Lizzo is a big girl and yeah. she, she flaunts it. She yeah. rocks it. And, and again, like I fully support her in that. But well, I, I mean, she wears stuff I would never wear myself and I give her credit for that. But like, because that... Literally used to be a precursor of doing what she does for a living is you had to have the look. Yes. I mean, that's one thing you notice they wiped off the face of existence when it comes to American Idol is all the early days when they bagged on people for not having the look. You don't have the look. You got to go. But, you know, back in the day, they were fantastic singers who literally got replaced by good looking models because they were big girls. So the fact that yeah, Lizzo can rise to the top and be a be a, a woman uh, who flaunts her body regardless of size or beauty standards, it, it's a pretty amazing thing. Well, yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about like I'm a huge. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel like I'm a huge Saturday Night Live fan and always have been. But I always knew my body type would not allow me, no matter what my talent is, to be on a show like that. Now. Look at the women on SNL. I mean, you had Leslie Jones, who is like my height and my size. You have A.D. Bryant. Yeah. I mean, the women are normal. And I'm like, The man. new one, the uh, A.D. Bryant Jr., the one that's there to replace A.D. Bryant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really sad that she's like there to replace A.D. <laughs> Bryant. I love the A.D. younger A.D. Bryant. Yeah. Her too. No, but it's just, it's, it's a great thing. But it's just so weird how like I can't change my way of thinking about myself, but I support every other woman doing it. Like it, it's bizarre. There is another um, song that's racing up the charts, and this one is called uh, Build a Bitch. And <laughs> for, for a completely, like, it sounds very vile, um, it's the sweetest sounding pop song uh, known to man. <laughs> but same thing, uh, The Hook. This ain't Build a Bitch. You don't get to pick and choose. Yep. Different, different ass and bigger boobs if my eyes are brown or blue. This ain't build a bitch. I'm filled with flaws and attitude. So if you need perfect, I'm not built for you. 
You know, you and I always joked about that because we used to have a boss who was very, very large. And I'm not just talking about a big dude. I'm talking about like dangerously big, like 500 plus pounds. And he was so brazen about how picky he was with women. And he, I mean, remember that one time we were at a music festival and he said, let's play a game. Are they fat or pregnant? And I almost fell over. I was like, what the hell did you just say? And you know, you want, what you want to say is how come you can look like that and have high standards for women, but women are just expected to be like, ah, yeah, whatever. We're not allowed to have standards. You know what I mean? It's just, and, and we're, and that was only 10 years ago. Like we've already moved past that I think but that was one of my first instances of wow guys really do feel like they can like you said build a bitch you know it has um it's come a long way and I love the new young artists I mean just I mean let's compare lyrics with like like you always say Britney right yeah like hit me baby one more time uh let's see show me how you want it to be tell me baby because I need to know now (laughs) Just this hyper-sexualized, perfect woman thing, and now you've got, like, real women singing about real women's issues. It's great. Boy, you got me blinded. Oh, pretty baby, there's nothing that I wouldn't do. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that is, there are no fucking, I mean, female anthems today that are like, oh, please, I mean... I'll Christina's, do whatever you want me yeah, to do, whatever baby. You want. Screw that. I mean, <laughs> Christina's first song was like literally like, do you want to rub rub one out with me? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. God, and they, some of them, they were minors too. Like, ew, what the Absolutely. hell? Ew. And then, and then you wonder why they were hypersexualized because yeah. that's how we presented them. Where now you got someone like Billie Eilish, you got Lizzo, you got women coming out talking truth. Like I've already talked about that, about how glad I am that AJ did not have these strong women to listen to on the radio because she would have dumped me years ago. <laughs> but like the Britneys and Christinas would sing you through it. They'd be like, we'll, we'll, we'll make our man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> these new bitches, no way. They're throwing you out on your ass. So I love it. And I love um, the crop of women that are being raised. Because yes. I see it. I see it. I see it on Instagram. I see it with, with you know, the, the younger girls walking around the neighborhood. Listen, girls, I will try to stop sucking in my VBO if you do, this, you do the same thing. Man, let me tell you what, baby. I am going to rub up on that belly when I see you. <laughs> when I come to Tucson, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to sink my hands into it. <laughs> and I'm going to talk to it like, oh, I missed you, belly. Like come here, belly. <laughs> come here. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.